Nearly been a hero. MBJX with the left, I can hit a euro. 2020 but trash, I see clear though. All my shit fly, I ain't none of them widows. Uh, flashback, no snapback. Beat on up a teeth like a rap snack. I took hollow beat, I had the Jack Jack. Young and got all of the powers like Jack Jack. Uh, Incredibles reference. Shawty want my sausage, gotta give a breakfast. Gotta thank Jesus, all of them blessings. Damn that boy gifted, seated in his presence. Go, gotta be spazzing. I'm AI, y'all ain't fucking with my practice. All my guys gonna be about that action. Five black boys, last name not Jack. Hi everybody, it's Kayla Got the 411. I'm back for another What's Good segment. Today I have Nilly. He is this week's guest. So I like to ask people, what's good with you? How have you been and your family, especially with COVID going on? Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. How have what's good with me? Um, I mean, I'm I'm cooling, man. Just just touring. Um, trying to tour in the midst of a pandemic is a significant challenge, but you know, we got to make it happen. Uh, my family's good, uh, to God be the glory for that, but mm-hmm. I, and I'm healthy, so no complaints from, from that end. Just trying to just trying to get it how I live right now. How has like tour life been? Have like the promoters been picking up? Because I see a lot of artists, it seems like they back working, they doing club hosting, so seems like everybody's getting back to normal. We're down here in the south, I'll say that. Right. So what's happening is a lot of people are trying to make up for that lost time. Now, uh, you have your certain venues where masks are still um, still mandated. You have your certain venues that say no mask, but they set it up to where people are. Out. No mask. Right. So you have some you have some states that that say that you don't you don't need a mask. Um, like Man. states like Texas. They say that you don't need a mask, you know what I'm saying? But um, what they would do is they would space out the venue so that people could oh. still feel comfortable um, with like assigned, assigned seating and things of that nature. Um, I got a couple of shows coming up in Houston and Dallas, so I'm really curious to see what happens with that. But all yeah. in all, people are getting back to it, you know, trying to make up for that lost time that we had. Yes. So I like to ask people also, you know, with us being in the house for like a whole year kind of stopped a lot of things. So were you able to utilize the Internet and stuff like that to kind of reach the audience still since you couldn't really go out? For sure. So um, COVID. So I'll just put a timetable for you. I moved to Atlanta in February of 2020. Mm -hmm. COVID hit in March of 2020. So while I'm adjusting to a new, not only just a new city, but a new state. I also had to adjust to the COVID guidelines. So it was like terrible timing for me because I moved out here to hit the ground running. But um, for the time being, uh, I just used that to like sharpen my pen, did a lot of writing, a -hmm. lot of loading up, a lot of music so that when it was time for me to drop, then I would be ready. And that's where most of my my, uh, recording for Balance, uh, my album, Mm -hmm. happened. And uh, I just use that time to utilize social media. Social media is a is a, is a beast. Mm-hmm. So I use that time to get on my Instagram freestyles uh, to help other people do promotions and things of that nature. Really get heavy on my Twitter, uh, my Twitter, and um, just do a lot of things via social media because you know the grind doesn't stop. People still want to be 
mass fed with all that stuff. And um, mm -hmm. it was an interesting time for artists, but I feel like those who maximize their, their skills and sharpen their skills during the pandemic, they're going to come out on top when it all, when it's all said. Yeah, I agree. I think um, normally the people that do like singers that kind of depended on those live shows seem like they have more of a issue kind of like navigating on social media. Like I know I talked to someone like, TikTok, they're like, what is that? But like, right, you know, right, really right. like utilize that. The people in the house on TikTok dancing, like, you know, utilizing TikTok, you'll look on one day and be like, wow, like this video got a hundred thousand views just off your song. So I think that's dope that you were able to utilize the um internet. So I'm gonna be playing one of your songs off that album, Better Than Bad. I love mm -hmm. that song. So I'm gonna play that first, okay? Yeah, she stay lit so go up on that drink so go up. She stay lit so go up on that drink so go up. Then mama she better than bad. 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 She stay lit so go up on that drink so go up. She stay lit so go up on that drink so go up. Then mama she better than bad. 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 Look how she walking the way that she talking. Just know that she better than bad. Shawty the baddest I seen her in traffic and almost mess around and crash Whether it's poking behind her, she walking designer, she popping the tag. Love, love, love that song. I think most most women like that song, right? That's probably like a So the whole album Balance, like I like to ask people like what was the title of Balance? Because I'm pretty sure you told a story with your album. So tell us why you named your album Balance. So it was it was a it was like three or four different reasons. The main reason, um, I feel like it's it's all about give and take. With, with anything that you do in your life, there's always the highs, the lows. There's always the the good moments. There's always the bad moments. Uh, there's always you know some some beneficial things from from that perspective. There's always some things that you that you can learn about. But what's most important is the fact that you know you got to stay even keel in, in the midst of that. So with that being said. You know, I'm talking about a lot of serious things on the project, but it's a lot of playful things. There's a balance mm -hmm. between uh, oh, okay, serious, and it's a balance between turning up. There's a lot of there's a lot of slower beats, but then there's a lot of up tempo beats on there. That's a balance there. And then, from my subject matter, uh, from my subject matter perspective, um, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of things from like a viewpoint of me rapping. And then I do a lot of, I maximize on a lot of singing on that project as well. So it's just, you know, everything. Yeah, y'all want to ask you that about your singing too, because mm -hmm. voice. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I was going to ask you about your singing. because There was a big balance between you rapping and singing. So I didn't really know you was an actual singer. So I listened. I was like, wow, he has a really great voice. That's going to take you places too that's also a balance as well right to rap you have to sing so i think that's just a perfect um way to like put out your album so right. how did you even start in music i'm curious about this i love asking people this i'm gonna see if you're gonna say what everybody else say all right so I, i'll say this um i didn't see myself being a rapper i saw myself in the nba that's mm -hmm. that's where <laughs> that's where i was but my mom was a choir director in New Orleans at Beacon Light uh, Missionary Baptist Church. She was a choir director. So I would be dragged in to choir rehearsal with my mom 
um, for for things of that nature, you know. Um, and that's when I really fell in love with the art of storytelling, the art of melodies, harmonies. You know, when she, when she when she would sing out the sopranos and then had the altos and the tenors, like mm -hmm. how they, their voices meshed together. You know, it spoke, mm -hmm. and also the meaning because, you know, in a church choir, it's not just about the voices, but it's about the meaning. So I, I literally watch people impacted by music and impacted by words. And that's when All I right. fell in love with it. But I really wasn't on rap music that heavy until like I started riding with my dad and my dad would bump, uh, he would bump Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. He would bump the Black mm -hmm. Album by Jay-Z. He would bump a lot of uh, Death Certificate by Ice Cube. So he was he was bumping that that real stuff. It was real good music, but it was music that I couldn't identify with. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't surrounded by, you know, the drugs and the bad influences right. and, and things of that nature. So I couldn't really, uh, I, I could appreciate it, but I couldn't attest to it. But then college dropout happened and I was in like the sixth mm. grade. And that was the first time that I heard rap music and I could relate. Like, I felt like Kanye was representing, um, I don't know, like like 10 year old me, like like somebody, yeah. who, somebody who thought differently, mm -hmm. you know, somebody who, you know, I felt like I was cool, but I wasn't really doing some of those different, some of those other things that the quote unquote rapper had to do at right. the time. Um, and that just spoke, spoke volumes to me. And then coming, like I said, coming up in the church, a song like Jesus Walks actually being on secular radio, I was just like, yo, this dude is just transcending mm -hmm. all types of standards. So, you know, um, that's when I really fell in love with rap music. Fast forward. My senior year in high school, I was playing uh, varsity basketball, and it was an opportunity for me to do a verse on our warm-up song. Now, anybody who is an athlete, when you warm up to music, you know, you're getting hype and you yeah. getting, you're getting your mind right. So just imagine you getting your mind right and you listen to yourself in the stands, <laughs> like, like and everybody jamming to your, it just puts you in a, a different mind frame. So... That one song turned into a song for our girls' soccer team who wanted to win in the state championship. They wanted a song. So I did a song for them. And then, of course, there was demand for my music. So then I started putting out mixtapes, start collaborating with people. Hit LSU, start performing everywhere. Yeah. Uh, got on VH1 signed. And then it just it just kept leveling up uh, after show after show after show, performance after performance, project after project. So, you know, but it you all started in the church. Like, it seems like you was destined for music. And it's so crazy because I knew you was going to say something about church. Like, church yeah. birthed a lot of the greatest, like, stars today. Just going to church, even whether you sung in the choir, because I sung in the choir. Mm -hmm. I was an alto once I got a teenager. So, yeah. you know, everybody goes to church, whether you were singing in the choir or you were just listening. Like, right. it, it's a lot of our Black youth. So, Many of them were doing great things with their careers because of the black church. So that is a blessing right there also. Right. So you are from New Orleans also. So how have they been kind of for career? I mean, you're doing great things out here. So have your friends and family back home been supportive? For sure, for sure. Um, there's a lot of artists, you know, who they kind of had to rebel against their family in order to get successful from music because the families disapproved. Mm. I'm glad that I had the exact opposite. You know, I got I got my my mom and dad the type of people to where like they like uh, if you're gonna do it, you gotta give it your best and you gotta mm. work hard 
and you can't make excuses. You got you got to put in the work. So when I told him, look, I want to rap, I didn't get pushback from. Him. I was like, okay, it was like, okay, cool. So you need to, so you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to get your material together. You need to know how to live perform. You need to make songs for the women. Like, like yeah. they immediately got on top of me. Like you need to be doing these things. This person is successful. Do it like them. You need to be studying other artists that's successful. Mm -hmm. So like, as soon as I told them. They didn't in their minds they didn't have time to, to doubt it was like okay if you're gonna if you say you're gonna do this really do it for real so they so like still to this day my my dad would hit me up and be like that was fire right there but you need to do a little something different right there. like still to this day but you know i love them for that because you know they instilled the utmost confidence in me that i could do whatever i put my mind to so the music is just it's just another step in that but overall the city of new orleans you know it, it's it's crazy because I'm from New Orleans. I claim New Orleans, but after Hurricane Katrina, I moved to Dallas. So oh. when I was in Dallas, that's when I really found my found my sound and music. But even though I was in Dallas, I would always go back to New Orleans because uh, yeah. my people own property out there. So we always have to check in with that. And um, you know, the city of New Orleans means everything to me. I'm I'm on my tour right now, uh, the Balance Tour, where I, where I I went to Atlanta and New Orleans already. I'll be doing Houston, Dallas, Austin, and Atlanta again and picking up some new dates. But anyway, the New Orleans show, I sold I sold the most tickets I've ever sold before. You know, That's so always, good. That is so yeah. good because you, know, you hear people going back home and don't nobody come out when they go home and then they right. want to say, you forgot about us. But where were you at when you was grinding? So I like the fact that they showed out for right. you and stuff like that. Like able to go home and just like sell out. Like that's a blessing. That's a blessing to yeah. all artists. Absolutely. You always you always got to remember where home is. Always mm -hmm. got to remember where home is. And I put on for my city anytime I get. Yes. So I want to know, are you an independent artist or are you signed? So I am independent. One yeah. and when I'm not like I'm not like the independent, but you still got like the uh you still got like a big homie backing you with it with his bag. Like I'm independent to where like you know everything you see from me is self-funded. So like I'm, I'm the one that's paying all these producers, uh, making all the music, of course, paying for these studio sessions, music videos, promo, like touring, organizing the tour myself. Like it's a challenge, but but I love it because what it's doing is, is not only is it making me more versed as an artist, but it's making me more versed as a businessman, right? So. Exactly. When it comes time down the line, because I have a desire to have my own record label and things mm -hmm. of that nature and, and manage other artists. So some of the some of the, the building blocks and, and the life lessons that I'm learning through music, I'm able to get it for myself, but also let other people know that come behind me, look, you don't have to do it this way. You can do it this way to save you some time. Be on the lookout for some something like this. This is a scam or, or you got to be can't be afraid to invest in yourself like i'm able to be a, a live living testament to that person like i did it so you can do it too and that's what it's I, all about i love the fact that you said explained it that way because i'm very big on it i like to call myself the female tyler perry i Come tell everyone i do everything myself <laughs> i'm in front of the camera behind the camera i do the editing because it teaches you independence too and sometimes like as an artist you can kind of a lot of artists i hate things like this where artists and they look back and their career fell apart because they mm -hmm. put their career in the hands of so many people that you didn't know 
you trusted them with your life. So I think that you being independent, the way you explained it, that helped a lot of artists. So I want to, any type of advice you can give like artists also who like, they want to sign, yeah. but can't about independent. Like what are the pros and cons of, you know, being an independent artist? All right, so so um, I, I'll state the obvious. Signing to a major record label, mm-hmm. it's different between signing to an independent record label and a major record label, right? So the major record labels, the the universals of the world, um, they're, they've, it's all relationship-based, right? So they mm-hmm. have established a relationship with the powers that be to push your music to the forefront. But with anything in business, if somebody has leverage over uh over opportunity they recoup more so right so so for example uh let's say an artist signs a major record label with um i won't even say say um with abc records just make yeah. it up so what will happen is not only they're not signing you and pushing you just for your benefit um it's for their benefit as well a lot of times what what they do is they give artists an advance. It's like an, ad, an advance is like a student loan. Like they give you money that they will recoup back with interest. You see what I'm saying? So like if, if you get a $500,000 advance from ABC Records, best believe that they are probably going to recoup back a minimum of $600,000, you know, depending on how, how fast you're able to re- recoup and from that deal, how fast you're able to earn them back that money. You see what I'm saying? So like when they say that when your shows are covered, when they cover your tour bus, when they cover your wardrobe, when they cover your music videos, best believe that 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 money is tacked on to the budget. Now, granted, you don't have to stress about how you how you have to come up with the resources for things. Resources are covered, but you have better produce and return on that investment that they put into you because if not then you will always be in debt right so the pros and the cons of that is the pros you have all the resources and you have access to the relationships but the cons are as far as recouping somebody is already in your pocket you start out in debt already so that's one thing but it's 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 pros and cons to that maybe somebody might be like as long as i get the exposure i need i'm able to manipulate that and then get to the point to where I can recoup back from my deal and then be independent to where like I've gained the exposure. Now I can do it the right way. Right. On the, on the con side, somebody might, somebody might say like, this is my only way of doing it, but they might do it and it might not work out when they might owe ABC record label a lot of money. Right. So okay. that's, from the, that's from the industry side point. Well, in the independence standpoint, you have, control over everything just it's a lot more pros and cons in my opinion you have control over everything you can drop music whenever you want to drop music mm. uh, when you recruit you recoup a hundred percent of that because you put up a hundred percent of that money but that's the con you have to put up a hundred percent of your money you have to be a creative director you have to outsource and pay individuals for the for the whole vision and and create your own tours but I feel like if you c- call yourself a rapper and you claim that you want to be the best of the best, because that's a whole nother topic. A lot of people are doing music, but they don't really want to be, they, they don't want to be great at it. They just want a, a money grab. That's, don't that's, even for, another, on that. <laughs> that's for another day. Mm-hmm. But if you claim that you want to be a great, a great 
a rapper and and more than rappers can attribute to this artist musician business man business woman anything like that you have to invest in yourself that's number one invest in yourself and invest in yourself unapologetically i would rather spend money on studio time beats and music video mm -hmm. for my intellectual property rather than than spending money on on some on some bs that i know i won't get any type of return on investment with so that's number one invest in yourself number two your relationships are key the biggest thing for signing to a major record label is because they have established those relationships so you don't have to establish those relationships by yourself mm -hmm. if you're independent you must establish those relationships and not just about establishing those relationships maintaining those relationships and treating those people like people not like robots don't right. always hit up somebody when you need something hit them up oh. hey how you doing what's what's going on with your family how is your son um what like ha how have you been feeling through the pandemic people skills because right. if somebody approaches you like a robot then you will treat them as such if somebody if you just approach somebody like like an opportunist People feel that. People understand. Yeah. And I, then people are rubbed the wrong way by that. Yeah, I definitely get it. Especially, uh, especially with a lot of the independent labels. You know, they slide in my DM like, hey, can you promote something? I'm like, right. what about? Right. Uh, well, first of all, hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Like, Yeah, that's so crazy saying that because I'll be like, mm, like, hello, Kayla. Like, can I get a hello, Kayla? How you doing? And stuff like okay. that. But um, it seems like um, a lot of people are really taking that. Independent labels are really like seem to be like taking a, a, a doing pretty well for themselves. And what I've right. noticed, independent labels is like they be pushing these artists. Like <laughs> I'm talking about pushing these artists to the point where nobody don't know who they is. And all of a sudden they're on the radio. So do you think that um, the independent label may be a better route if a person's like, okay, I'm not really a good planner planning tours and doing all this stuff is a bit much for me, but right. I don't want a big label. What about an independent label that may not have a big name, but you know, you see the potential. So the beauty of the independent label is the fact that they really have both. Like it's like a mom and pop organization to where like on ABC records, you may have 60 artists. So they have wow. to split their attention to 60 different artists and like maybe 10 different genres as well to where like an independent label maybe have a, a artist roster between three to seven people and they all put all of their resources into these three to seven people now mm -hmm. they might they might not have a budget of five million dollars but they might have an effective fifty thousand dollars that can be marketed to a t to make sure that there's no misappropriation of funds and to make sure that all of this money is going towards your future and your career because the independent label is acting as if they are independent artists they are doing the things that the independent artists would do for themselves so they are making sure that they recoup on investment and things of that nature making sure they establish those relationships but in comparison to what I think an artist should do, right. it's not really my place. So there are some artists who should sign major record labels, right? There are some artists who should sign independent record labels. There are some artists who shouldn't sign anything, who should just stay independent and do the independent thing. It's different strokes for different folks. The person who feel like it depends on what your drive is, of course, you will make a lot more money staying independent because 
these major labels, they take a percentage of your royalties, right? It's different nowadays. Like 10, 10, 15 years ago, the major record label, they would come in, they would develop the artists, they would style the artists, they would make sure that the artist is good where it needs to go. Nowadays, these major record labels, if you don't have 200,000 followers on Instagram, they not even giving you a look. Like it's not even about the talent anymore. It's about the numbers. It's about how many people can you get in this building? How many people can you get to watch this video? How many people can you get to buy merch? So they don't even care about the music. They just care about the numbers. Well, as far as the independent record label is like a balance between both. Like they want to push your numbers higher, but they want the music to be right so that they can establish the independent label as a global brand. But that's not going to happen without breakout artists. So right. it's different strokes for different folks. What I would say to anybody personally, I would, for number one, have a lawyer look over anything that you put in writing, anything okay. that you put in have a lawyer look over that. Number two, bring something to the table to where the person that represents you doesn't have all of the leverage. If you're going to sign to a major or, or independent record label, bring something to the table, have skills about yourself to where not only do you know your business, but you can check other people's business. Nah, I'm not, I'm not accepting that. I, I, told, I told such and such that, that I needed to have this amount of money going towards my mm -hmm. tour. So such and such that I need to have like check these people who you put in right. the place because you can't blindly have somebody leading the, the train of your career because right. if they if they drive off the hinges and, and got you out of control, then they're gonna say that you crashed. They're not gonna talk about your manager who they don't know their first and last name. They're gonna talk right. about they're gonna say nearly career went went down the drain. So I'd be damned if I don't have a hand in everything. I'm, okay. I'm, talking to, I'm talking to the engineer. I'm like, look, can you cut the beat out right there? I'm talking to the videographer. Like, yo, maybe we should film it from this perspective. I'm talking to the the uh, the event owner and be like, yo, I need a cordless mic so I could jump into the crowd. Can we dim the lights right here? It got to happen like that because at the end of the day, if, if I shine, I shine. But if I crash, I crash. They're not gonna I'm say like, that promoter crash, so that's 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 how it gotta be. Great, great. You Nilly, you about your business, sir. Okay, yeah. like I'm at you, I'm real big on manifestation. You're gonna have that record label because I think men like you, we need people like that who can, you know, talk to these artists who you know they just trying to get out the hood. So when you dangle right. a million they face, they're like, Yeah, they don't realize, okay, like you ain't gonna get that million dollars, like all that's going towards the the wardrobe and the videos and stuff like that. So your knowledge and stuff like that, um, it's going to be beautiful um, once you're able to have your record label. So next we are going to play the single ballads. So many want to see me fall when it rains and pours, I'll be brainstorming. Yeah. Know some people steady throwing shade. I could give a about a lame talking. Yeah. Got an uncle and he's serving life. I could give a about some name calling, that's what come with it. Every bar, every song, no, I come with it. I ain't making excuses, I'm done with it. When they give me the torch, I'ma run with it. Said I'm moving fast, yeah, yeah. Got my foot on the gas, yeah, yeah. Said I'm using talents and keeping my balance. I pray I don't crash, yeah, yeah. That was the single balance off the album balance. So what is your whole creative process? This is one of my favorite, favorite questions uh -huh. because I like to know how people work. Like, do you just go into the studio, you don't write nothing down, you're in the booth, 
and it flows or do you actually just pin your stuff down and you know take it to the studio already have your lyrics so i love this question but i want to see what your creative process is so going back to balance is a, is a balance of a bunch of things sometimes mm. i might I might write it down and execute it to where I'm going into the studio and I got, I know the melodies, I know, I know the pockets that I want to hit. Sometimes I write, I intentionally write most of it, but I leave pockets in there to where like when I'm in the studio, whatever comes to my, my, my head, I can just catch that vibe and, and just, and just go with it. Sometimes I go into the studio and I challenge myself. I say, look, I'm going to just, just play the beat and we will, we'll see what comes from it. But I have a lot of pride in my in my in my in my uh, pen. A lot of pride in what I say. So it's more so me writing. I don't I don't have. I take pride in in my writing skills. Uh, I always want to say something that you can pull something from. So a good bit of it is writing, but I'm not scared to you know freestyle off the top and just catch a vibe because when people riding in their cars and they listen to music, they feeling. They feel in the music, so you saying things that you letting the you letting the beat guide you to say what you feel rather than say what you're thinking. Because a lot of times mm. it doesn't need to be a thought process. Sometimes it just needs to be like I'm feeling like this, so I'm rapping like that because I I say what I said. Yeah, and it's, you see, what I'm saying like it's just a vibe that you catch. So it's a it's a good balance between both. Um, no pun intended, but it is a good balance between. Yeah. Both. I love how we just plug in that album balance. Like, yeah. Come on, stream it up. Stream it up. So tell me about your um experience that you had on VH VH1 show called Sign for Rick Ross to Dream. Like, how was that experience for you? First of all, shout out to Rick Ross, The Dream, and Lenny Santiago of Rock Nation. Shout mm -hmm. out to uh Toriel Simon who discovered me and she's also from New Orleans and helped me. Get on that show. Uh, shout out to the producers, Matt, Carlos, Toria, um, all the T-Mails, all the people who helped. Um, that was a blessing. That was a big blessing for me. You know, it's one thing for my family to say I'm good at music, right? It's one thing for my friends to say I'm good at music. It's one thing right. for, my, for my college to no notice me as an up-and-coming rapper. But right. when Rick Ross say Nilly Nation on national TV, you see, like it's it's over with at that point. Right. Now it's no longer in my head. It's no longer when it's no longer if I make it. It's when I make it. You see okay. What I'm it's it's yeah. determined now because I didn't sat with some of the the biggest people in the game and they recognize my talent. So of course the world gotta gotta recognize my talent. Mm -hmm. That's that's what that really did. And it it also was a humbling experience because. Just like a lot of the shining moments that I had on that on that TV show in front of the world, I had some low moments on that TV show in front of the world. Like, and I was the type of person, I got thick skin. Like my dad was in the military, you know, he was very like, we didn't, she didn't sugarcoat nothing. So I went <laughs> through every single comment and read all of those comments from the people like Nilly, Nilly Shasana, J. Cole, uh, Dream, uh, uh, Dreamville, Nilly Shasana, TDE. He one of the best rappers. He my favorite rapper on there. To the comments like, Nilly sucked. I can't believe you <laughs> left school. Um, all these negative comments. You know, I read them all because one thing that I learned is like, I never lose. I wow. can never lose in life. Come on. In, in that song, Balance, I said, you never lose if you learn from it. Come on. Right? So either I take a W and I rejoice for the victory 
or I or I see that opportunity to to grow and to shine and to actually learn from my mistakes. So a lot of the quote unquote losses are bigger W's for me because it's making me a better person. A lot of times you will learn a lot more from failures than successes. So that's how I really looked at it. Unfortunately, at the end, I didn't get, uh, I didn't get the deal, but I think that was a blessing in disguise for me because going back to the conversation that we had about major labels, (laughs) labels, you see what I'm saying? Like, and I got all of that exposure, the same exposure that those other people got, but now I'm able to man and back myself fully with a national, like I'm doing, I'm doing shows. Like I'm talking to people to do shows in LA and Florida and New York. Like that would, I don't know if that would have happened without VH1 sign, but it's about me maximizing on those opportunities and using that because, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody doesn't get that opportunity. So now exactly. I'm still maximizing on that. Four, four years later, still maximizing on that. And it's paying dividends for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes people, like, once you get your name out there, like, if people start hearing your name over and over again, right. they're going to be like, hey, I see him on that show. And then, oh, Nelly got a show here in Dallas. Like, he was on right. that show. Like, people keep hearing your name. Like, eventually, they're going to pay attention. And I like the fact you spoke on successes and losses, too. Like, those negative comments, don't take those to hurt you guys okay i can't even tell you how many comments that we get like everybody like kelly you're so great you did like you look take those negative comments because use that motivation don't let it just don't just let it just break you down like oh my god they said i suck okay but you know you're great so why would you even let that just taking it prove to them that you are amazing so anybody out there no matter what you're doing modeling or being an artist or don't let the negative comments on Break it down. Everybody's not gonna like you too. I think once you get that in your head, <laughs> you'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. So I want to know, like, um, what's one thing that someone has gave you as far as advice that you're gonna take throughout your career? Like, it's gonna stick with you forever. Uh, a lot of that is stemming from my. Okay, so I go back to my folks. Uh, being raised in the church. Uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, right? So uh, that was big for my parents. Um, If you envision yourself, you have to envision yourself somewhere first before you can get there. Mm. I'm not going to be the person on the Grammy stage that's like, I would have never imagined in my wildest dream. No, 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 no. no. I envision myself on this stage I wrote my speech way before this moment. This is where I am supposed to be because I have faith in God for it. And I manifested that faith because faith without works is dead. I put in the work for this. So me recouping my investment and materializing my dreams is expected because I saw myself Mm-hmm. accomplishing these goals like I, I've, I've dreamt about this I literally have seen myself walk on the Grammy stage seen myself on national syndicated TV shows which I was on one seen myself performing uh, as one of the biggest artists in the world so it's like anything underneath that is like I won't accept because I've already saw 
I've already saw the end, end of this story. I already saw the end goal. So I won't accept anything less than that. And that helps me prepare with, with every single moment. So I would definitely say uh, my parents, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And whatever you speak into existence will come to pass. So that's that's like the biggest things in my life. Love that. I love that. Have you ever told somebody your dreams and they look at you like you're crazy? But you know it's going to come true. Uh -huh. You just like all the time it's crazy that you say that because when i was in high school uh my senior year of high school when i first started doing music uh for study hall everybody else would would be studying history biology math social studies something like that mm -hmm. i had a composition notebook and i would just be writing raps in that i would just be writing raps so my high school coach he would come by like he would say he would say, Reed, what you what you what you doing? What you writing up in there? I was like, I was like, come on, coach, like 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 be cool. Like, and he was like, well, what you think you're gonna be some type of rapper or something? Like, and I'm just like, and it's crazy because fast forward, now he'll tell me how he proud of me, he tell you how he <laughs> him and his wife, him and his wife watching me on VH1. It's just crazy. I feel as though I will always get the last laugh. I look at the people who doubted me once upon a time, and those are some of the same people who support me very, very yeah. vividly nowadays because, you know, it's tried and true. You mm -hmm. see the work that I put in. You see the results of that. You can't not, like, everybody might not like, like my music, but you're going to respect the hustle. You're going to respect the grind. And that's all I ask for people because this is a, this is not, this is not, like like music is an opinionated thing like some of the greatest artists i've heard people say suck you see what i'm saying like right. it's, it's about it's different strokes for different folks but what is undeniable is talent what is mm -hmm. undeniable is work ethic you will see that in artists and you will see them shine because of it and i'm gonna be one of them so that's what it is for me oh i feel like i'm talking to the man version of myself <laughs> come on come on I'm not only nothing but nobody okay nobody is getting in your way yes so we are coming to the end of the interview so tell us what you have um coming out like what are you working on i know you're on tour right now any right. music play or collabs Right, so uh, first and foremost, stream balance, stream balance, stream balance. Balance is available on all major platforms, uh, Apple Music Title, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, YouTube, all of that stuff, stream balance. Be on the lookout for the balance music videos. I will have five music videos dropping, significance on the five. I will have five music videos dropping the balance, and they all will be tied into each other. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but... Subscribe to my YouTube, uh, and if you just search Nilly Nation, you'll find it. And be on the lookout for those videos. I am actively touring right now. Um, I've done a Atlanta show. Big shout out to Atlanta, New Orleans. I will be doing Houston, Dallas, uh, Austin, as well as doing Atlanta again. And I'm looking to pick up some more show dates. We might be in Nashville, might be in Charlotte, might be in L.A., might be yeah. in Florida, like so. There's a lot of things coming up with that. Uh, definitely follow me on Twitter, Instagram. That's the main way 
to stay connected with me and all that I have going on. Also, nillynation.com is where you can see all the tour dates, where you can book tickets to the shows, where you can see all the, all the videos, all the interviews, as well as where you can buy merch because, you know, as an independent artist, we, we, we sell the merch to get our names out there, but that also helps fund the business. So definitely go to nillynation.com and check that out. But yeah, uh, there will be an EP dropping on my birthday and we're going to do another project in 2022. So, you know, we, and, and we actively doing feature verses. I just knocked out uh, a feature verse yesterday for uh, one of my, one of my good homies, Trey Lewis, uh, out of Baton Rouge, but now he's in Dallas. So big shout out to Trey Lewis. We got a song coming out, but yeah, coming to a city near you for sure. And, and my birthday is October 21st. Your birthday is October 21st? Yep. You're a Libra. Yep. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast. So don't forget to go check that out as well. They are on Spotify, iTunes, Our Heart Radio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby. Like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.